everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates, and today one of America's best-known sheriffs and number one crime fighter is back with us, Sheriff Wayne Ivey. Sheriff, welcome back to the program. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me back, my friend. Always great to be with you, and um, as I've said many times before, we appreciate the partnership that we have with you and how you uh, share all the information and education and awareness that we need to get to our seniors. It's my honor to do that. And one of the way that seniors and anyone in the Brevard County area can reach out to law enforcement in general is 911. Tell us how the 911 center operates and is staffed and why is it so important? Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, if you've ever sat back and looked at your washing machine in spin cycle, um, uh, that's what, uh, our telecommunications center looks like. The men and women that work in there are truly the most dedicated law enforcement, uh, officers, uh, you'll ever see. They are what we call the lifeline. They are the lifeline to our, um, our deputies as they respond to calls and, 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 uh, things. They're also the lifeline to our citizens, uh, who are, um, calling and asking for help or needing information. And so they serve a dual role of protecting our team and protecting our citizens. Um, you know, the, the worst thing you can do in a, in a comm center and, and also at the booking desk of the jail, by the way, I'll tell you, is to walk in and say, man, it sounds quiet tonight. Um, they will throw stuff at you. Um, you jinx them as soon as you use the, the Q word. Um, so, uh, we, we try not do that in her, but, you know, it, it goes, uh, just like you might imagine, uh, some, some, at some points you're sitting there, um, with, you know, two calls on the screen, others, you have 40 calls on the screen. And, uh, um, the, those, those individuals have an ability to multitask like nothing you've ever seen. They have ability to, um, recognize stress. Um, you know, uh, literally I can tell you from my days in patrol, which were long, long ago, as you might imagine, but from my days in patrol, you always worked with the same rotation and, the, 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 the comm center team, uh, could literally hear stress in your voice and as such figure out what they needed to do. Did they need to send you backup? Did they need to do this or that? And it may not be something you said as much as how you said it. And so they're, they're amazing people. They, uh, um, they, they serve an amazing purpose for us. They're, they're getting calls of anything from, uh, there's a turtle crossing the road to, um, uh, my, my, you know, son or daughter just hung themselves They're getting calls from anything from a traffic, uh, tragic automobile accident to, um, somebody just stole a lawn chair out of my yard. Um, those dynamics come in and they come in minutes. Yep. And, and you know, I personally want to say one of the reasons I want to focus sometimes on areas that are not necessarily immediate crime prevention, of course, the 911 comm center is, but they are doing an important job. And I think with education to our public, they can appreciate it more. Yeah. Oh, and there's no doubt. You know, one of the things that makes me cringe as as an agency head is when I see other agency heads talk about a unit and, and you know, we're talking about the comm center. So we'll just use that, for example, and say, you know, they they uh, they support our mission. Um, listen, at the Brevard County Sheriff's Office, we don't have support units. Every one of them is vital to our success. I don't care if it's our comm center, our corrections, our patrol deputies, the person that makes our computers turn on or the person that makes sure we're recruiting the best of the best. 
Every one of them is vital to our success. And if you take one of them out, we're not the great agency we are. So when you, when you start looking at that and you look at the role that comm center plays, um, it's stressful, man. It, it really is there. They know they're responsible for lives in there and they are, they are going mock two with their hair on fire. They're getting multiple calls, having to calm people down, having to reassure people, having to talk people through how to deploy Narcan. I mean, it, it just, the, the range of things they deal with is unimaginable and they're, they're heroes. Every single one of them are heroes. One of the things that stands out to me for our audience is when you meet Sheriff Wayne Ivey, you meet an individual who is really an honest, genuine person. And some of the things and the way he's saying them to me now, give me goosebumps because that's the same way he said and what he believes in his department and his people as that whole. So uh, I, I just want to stress that, that, you Thank know, you. sometimes you get lip service from people, not so here. This yeah. is a genuine, you know, yeah, honest I mean, I, thought. I'm telling you, I, I'm honored. I get to wear the same uniform as these brave men and women. And granted, mine's a little bit bigger. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that's my thyroid, Sam. I, I believe it is. So. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, uh, you, you see this amazing work yeah. and, and you also see how they come off of it. You know, and I, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, and, and I, I've learned a lot um, as, uh, as I've, you know, been sheriff and, and every day I learn something. Um, but, um, uh, a few years ago we had one of our deputies that was tragically killed in a car accident and, um, we, we got to the scene and of course we're, we're dealing with his squad and we're dealing with his family and, and, you know, dealing with it ourselves, processing it, you know, ourselves as command and everything else. And it was brought to our attention. Has anybody been to talk to the comm center? Because those in the comm center were were trying to get that young man every ounce of help they could get him and i'm sure that they felt helpless at times to be able to help kevin um and man what what a smack in the face it was to me that we hadn't thought to do that thankfully somebody did and and we were able to go talk to them and sit with them and and uh and you know deal with it um fast forward we had a couple of our deputies that were involved in a an unbelievable um uh uh, assault by an individual with a, with a rifle. Um, they survived, but lesson learned. One of my first things was to the comm center. Um, everybody okay. How, you know, you guys handled it perfectly. You, you saved lives, everything. So, you know, we, we, we look at those things and we try and learn from them, but those men and women in there, they are truly what our deputies are depending on out there. And they're what our citizens are depending on. One of the things that you are doing, not just here in Brevard County, but statewide, is helping with the training, the philosophies, the, the core values of law enforcement all over our entire state, thanks okay. to our, our Governor Ron DeSantis. When you and I chat, I know there's never anything that's off limits. No. <laughs> uh, Uvalde, the sure. law enforcement response there, in many ways, people are not satisfied. What are your thoughts? So I, I'll, I'll say that I'll answer that in two parts. The first part is, um, I don't, I don't know everything that happened out there. I haven't seen the, the very specific particulars of what happened. I've seen what I've, what I've seen on the media, like anybody else. I haven't through any back channels or anything, seen anything else. But with that said, I don't know exactly what happened. Now, the second part of that answer would be if what we have seen, um, uh, is is accurate in any way the ball was dropped um lives were lost because of inaction 
And in, in, uh, when Columbine happened in 1999, uh, prior to Columbine, law enforcement's approach to an active shooter was to arrive, wait for significant other units to arrive, and then to go in. And that, that mindset, that design was designed to protect the officer that was responding. When Columbine happened and they did that, we realized uh, that we needed to um, change that dynamic, that we needed to go to a dynamic approach of saving a child's life, saving uh, somebody in the mall's life. And so from 1999 on, the training drastically changed to the first person that gets there, goes in, tries to locate, identify, neutralize, or eliminate the threat. Um, as others come in, they stack and, you know, we, we uh, get the subject down using that idea, using that strategy, using that technique. Um, Uvalde didn't do that. They did just the opposite. And they had, they had someone that was telling them what to do. Um, that was giving them the bad strategy. Uh, unfortunately they adapted to that strategy and lives were lost. And so if what we've seen at this point is 50% accurate, lives were lost. Um, our deputies here are trained. If you're on that campus, you are flying Mach 2 with your hair on fire to get to that shooter as fast as you possibly can. Nothing's going to stop us. Not a door, not a window, not anything else. We're going through it. Um, as others are arriving on that scene, they are flooding that school and we are going to get to that threat and put it down and we're going to do everything we can. You, you have strategies, you have training, you, you, function and work and all of that until that moment happens courage is not tested um, and so one of the things that helps with with courage is having proper training having proper awareness of what's going to take place having confidence that you're going to be able to survive this and if you go back to one of my leadership mentors um, George Patton I've read everything about him I, I, I would love to have met him honestly but um, if you go back and you look at Patton, Patton says, um, even a, a bad plan, violently executed, is better than no plan at all. And so, you know, the plan is get in there and meet violence with violence. If you don't meet violence with violence, you'll be violently killed. Sheriff, I want to thank you for touching on uh, what to many would be a taboo topic, because I think it's important for our residents to know part of your philosophy that you have instilled with your staff throughout the entire organization and also that you are now helping to share throughout all of our state's law enforcement. So thank you for answering the question. Um, my, my pleasure. I will tell you this too. <clears throat> um, we're, uh, Sun Tzu says in the art of war that every battle is won or lost before it's ever fought. Part of the problem that these, these shooters are doing is they're going to gun-free zones. And um, uh, we, we need to do away with gun-free zones. We need to create zones, especially in our schools, that if you bring that crap in here, we shoot you and uh, put a stop to it. Um, our school resource deputies, are, are when we roll out this new year, they're going to have a different approach. They're going to have a different look. And uh, my goal is to win the battle before it's ever fought. Is that a topic we can talk about in the future? Absolutely. All right. That means, ladies and gentlemen, that Sheriff Ivy, just without absolutely asking the question, has said he will be back for another episode. Absolutely. Anytime, sir. All right. Until our next episode, Sheriff, thank you for being here. My pleasure, my friend. And I remain your gray-haired host of the Great American Senior Show, Sam Yates. 
And that's the way our program ends. Excellent. That was a good show.